Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for... February the 16th in the year of our Lord, 2023. This is our one of two, and the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, to do so on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. We use the blueprint for liberty, the checks and balances, brilliantly put in the supreme law of the land as our solution. Welcome to the broadcast. We reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Man, we got so much going on. In the news, it's just not even funny. Let's just kick it off with a recap of yesterday's show. We talked about crazy, whacked-out Joe Biden called for banning assault weapons and high-capacity magazines after a gunman shot fatally three people, five people wounded at Michigan State University on Monday night. Now, shame on you, Joe. You know that taking guns from the good guys is not the answer. You know that, my friend, but you lie because you want to strip Americans of their God-given right of self-defense. Anthony Wayne McCray is the guy, 43 years old. Police say he died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound miles from campus as officers closed in on him. Now... I can't trust the government at all. I don't know if he committed suicide or if they killed him or if he's been taken away still alive. We don't know, and we can't trust our government. Whatever they deny, you got to entertain. Whatever they validate, you've got to question. You can't trust but verify anymore. Uh, You've got to believe it isn't true or that you don't know the facts until we can obtain more evidence. But here's what we do know. Uh, You know what? It follows the pattern, the pattern of pushing for more gun control, the pattern of deranged, psychotic, ill-adjusted young men, oftentimes on medications. Now, his father claims he was not on medications, but his dad wouldn't know. Usually working with a psychologist or a psychiatrist, usually continuing to isolate, isolate and get angry. Usually there's red flags everywhere, but they're completely ignored. This guy, there was such a red flag, he was literally shooting target practice with a gun outside his backyard, and the cops came multiple times. He was arrested for a concealed gun. They let him take the felony and bring it down to virtually nothing, probation for a little while or whatever. And, you know, okay, all the flags were there. They missed them all. They didn't take action. Nothing happened. And the guy went ballistic with a gun. Then, of course, he winds up dead, but he rages for four hours. Somehow he decides to kill people on both campus buildings. But after he, or while he goes to the campus and while he leaves the campus and runs around the city, he doesn't kill anybody. See, very, very strange mode. They claim, oh, he had a letter on him that said he was going to attack two other schools. Everything they bring up is ratcheting up fear and concern and worry. Nothing they're doing deals with the problem whatsoever. But now they've got a new twist to this unique one. I am 21 years old, she says, and this is the second mass shooting that I have now lived through, says Jackie Matthews as she pushes for more gun control. 
she was a student at Sandy Hook when she was 11. Now she's 21, and she suffered this one. And by golly, she says, we can no longer provide just love and prayers. There needs to be legislation. There needs to be action. Well, she doesn't understand the simple fact that the reason that that killer was able to go on and continue is because we missed all the flags. We didn't miss them. We ignored them. People familiar with McCray who committed suicide, they say. Remember, you got to hammer that home. That's what makes me question if it's even true. Say that he was socially isolated and emotionally unstable at times. That's what people knew him said. His mom died from a stroke. Very interesting. Was it COVID-related? Don't know. But he just started getting evil and mean. His dad said he didn't care about anything. That's what the father, Michael, said. He, was a, he grieved over his mom. He wouldn't let go. He just kept getting more and more and more bitter. McCray's sister, Melinda, described her brother as a, quote, socially isolated person who often fought with their parents. The sister said she and her siblings grew up in a loving home. I don't believe that. I don't believe that at all. Do you believe that? This guy's isolated. Now, listen, his dad doesn't have a relationship with him. His dad said, I tried to talk to him, but every time it just turned into kind of a, a problem, he wouldn't listen to me. McCray's older brother, who happens to be named Michael, Jr. said he had not talked with his brother since their mother's funeral in 2020. Yeah, Anthony Wayne McCray was totally lost. He was a mama's boy, and they said he started to look like a toothless wolf man, but refused to get help, according to his family. Well, how would his brother know? He never talked to him. How would his, one of his friends that he worked with know? They used to go to church together. Fifteen years ago, they quit talking, and they didn't talk since. Nobody knew this guy. But every time we ratchet up gun control, gun control, gun control, never do we talk about solutions that work. All right? Never. All right? They say this is the 67th mass shooting in the United States, according to the Gun Violence Archive. 67 mass shootings, folks? What the heck? This is February the 16th. It was like 45 days. That's more than one and a half. That's a, one and a half shootings per day. And now you're starting to see more shootings every day. They're ratcheting this up. How does this continue to increase? Answer, we turn our back on God, family, and country. If this guy had a relationship with God, if he had a stable family, if he had a belief in country, if he had the church and neighbors and loved ones, you know, that could help the guy, maybe he wouldn't have gotten to this spot. But the neighbors are in fear because the guy's running around shooting out of his back door for target practice. The cops come. They don't really do anything. Why? Who did this guy interact with? I want to know. Was he seeing a psychiatrist, psychologist? Was he involved in any way with any government official? Was he on medications? Where did he get his weapons? Oh, he got it at a pawn shop, his dad said. Well, how do you know? I thought you said that he, he got rid of his gun. Well, he didn't get rid of his guns. You didn't know what he had, Dad. So how do you know he got him at a pawn shop? Uh, we go on and on. The details just don't match. Is it true that he killed people? Yes. Is it true that Sandy Hook people died? Yes. I'm not trying to pull an Alex Jones on this thing. Um, I'm not going into the psychotic, unrealistic scenarios, but I am going into the I don't trust my government and I don't believe the story we're getting is true. Why? Because when you use it to call for gun control literally instantly, 
when you use it to, and you don't mention the race, really. The guy's black, by the way. Uh, so it's, you know, you don't, you don't use it to talk about God. You don't talk about family. You don't talk about we the people missed all the signs or ignored all the warning signs. There's so many things that could have been done that could have changed this scenario. But no, we did none of them. Okay, it's, it's just strange. And now they add the unique element. Now we've got people who have suffered more than one shooting. You know, how do you get a couple of people from different schools that are in shootings from two different schools, and then they go to this third school, and then the shooting happens, and they're both there too? What are the odds of all that, folks? I'm not saying it's impossible, but it's not likely. Look at the Michigan State's um, university's idea of, to solve the problem. Michigan State urges run, hide, and fight as gunfire erupts. How do you run, hide, and fight? Right? How do you get that done? In my opinion, folks, it's very simple. You ready for it? The faster we shoot back, the more lives we can save. We need to hashtag that. Shoot back faster. Shoot back faster. That's the way you solve this. Now, the way you solve this in the beginning is you follow the teachings of Jesus Christ and you teach love and patience and kindness and no one is left behind. No one is so isolated like that. Everyone has a friend, someone they can trust, someone they can count on. The Savior talks about your brother's keeper. We are our brother's keeper. The Savior talks about love thy neighbor as thyself. The Savior talks about be the good Samaritan. I mean, I can go on. Love thine enemies. Love those who persecute you. If they sue you at the law for your cloak, give them your coat also or whatever, okay? These guidance principles from Jesus Christ are the solution. But once we get past that, if someone is deranged and someone is killing people, we need someone to shoot back faster. You got it? Shoot back faster faster or shoot back sooner this guy went to one building if somebody saw him with a gun outside the building maybe somebody could have pulled a gun stopped him before he ever went into the building in the first place but even if he gets in the building a good person could have shot back faster sooner and stopped it he wouldn't have went to the second building after the second building he could have been killing people in the streets in the city why he wasn't is another strange anomaly that maybe he was on an instruction mission and he was only told to go after certain groups or certain places or people. And so that's all he did. I don't know. I don't have all the intel on this, but I know this. The sooner we shoot back and stop them, the better. The only time we stop these guys is when they is with a good guy with a gun or a bad guy with a gun stops themselves, which is what they claim happened in this case. But we need good guys with guns that shoot back faster. That's what we need, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you right now. Before we ever get to crisis mode like this, we need to teach the principles of Jesus Christ throughout the world. I testify he lives. This is Liberty Roundtable Live, and I am Sam Bushman. Smart. 
Small Business Tech Guys has a team of experts ready to assist you with any service relating to growing your business. Our team specializes in information and technology, social media, general consulting, and HR. We thrive on assisting startup entrepreneurs with growing their businesses. If it's small business, it's our cup of tea. To schedule your free discovery call today, consider sbtechguys.com. We keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. sbtechguys.com. Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil, spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9:6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the Lion of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. on your radio ladies and gentlemen you got to shoot back faster that's what i'm telling you right now you got to follow the teachings of jesus christ first to prevent these acts from occurring you know what teaching god family country is the answer promoting life the value of life liberty and property is key when you tie people to god family and country you start to build a support system for folks uh, people need love people need touch you know that if you take uh, deliver a baby and then nobody touches that baby after it's delivered it will die People need touch. People need love. People need genuine concern and kindness. Okay? We need that in our society. And when somebody doesn't get that, then they go crazy oftentimes. But especially then when you load the gun, pardon the pun. <laughs> yeah, that's right. When you load the gun by letting them play video games or encouraging them to play video games like, I don't know, Call of Duty, right? Grand Theft Auto. Uh, Fortnite, these kind of per first person shooter games. Uh, and then you give someone no love, no touch, no support, and they become isolated and angry and hate filled, and they stay up all night and they whatever, they don't work, they don't have anything that brings them stability or safety or responsibility or obligation or uh, the like. Then you know what? You set the stage, you literally load the gun virtually, and then they load the gun physically right so you know what the only way to stop these people is to teach the principles of god family and country teach them about that your heavenly father god loves you 
He's not just God out there in the, in the, in the cosmos. God is your Father in heaven. Dear Heavenly Father, right? Father in heaven. Hallowed be thy name, right? Isn't that what we're talking about? The Savior said, I do nothing but what my Father has done before me. Okay, he's our Father in heaven. Let's understand the relationship. You might not have a mom and dad on the earth that care. Your dad might be uh, negligent or whatever. Your mom might be great, but she's passed away. But think about this idea that, you know what? One day you're going to join your mother in heaven. And one day, uh, you know what? You're going to feel her love again when you're with her, with God, your Father in heaven. And one day these things are going to be made right that seem so wrong in the world today, sir. Just think if these things were taught to this young man. Would it 100% solve the problem? No. But I'm telling you, it would take us 90% there. There's study after study after study after study that talks about when you have an intact home and a mother and a father, things go well. When you don't have that, things go awry in a hurry. All right? And you see that. You know, the black communities used to be some of the most stable communities in the world. A lot of those people believed in Jesus. They were extremely faithful to God. Extremely. And then they got government as the sugar daddy and, well, males would impregnate women and then sugar daddy would take over. And now we have this massive societal problem. It's not just blacks. I'm just telling you that I believe the black communities have been decimated more than any others. But we're all at risk. We're all suffering from this. But so first, you got to tie people to God, family, and country and give them a reason to live. Give them some hope. Give them some love. And some touch. Okay, I don't mean sexual touch always. It doesn't have to be that. But genuine concern, right? That's what it takes. That's what it takes, folks. We can't ignore our neighbors. Just imagine if somebody had brought over an apple pie or something that they made and said, you know what? We were just thinking about you guys. Want to make sure you're doing all right. We know things have been kind of a struggle for you guys lately. How's it going? Just imagine if we were ministers of the Savior, Jesus Christ, and we decided to be on his errand, and we decided to just double down and reach out. You know what? When someone's having a bad day, rather than be grumpy back, what if you just smile? What if you just say a kind word? What if you... Society is in great turmoil. Because we don't do these things. We need to do more of them. Uh, and when we don't, stress just continues to mount at every level for everyone. And I'm telling you the solution. Before we ever get to these crisis modes, we need to love. We need to follow the admonitions of Jesus Christ. Once we get to that point, though, we simply need to shoot back faster there's no way that there's any other option that makes any sense i thought i'd bring that to your attention 
Uh, and, it is, and you know what? If we shoot back faster, we can stop the people. Have you noticed whenever a good guy with a gun steps up, either the gunman who's the bad guy is dead or somehow a confrontation is stopped or the carnage is slowed down or stopped? Have you noticed that? And then they tell you every time you got to have more gun control, more. It's a big lie. I thought I'd bring that to your attention. <laughs> shoot back faster. Shoot back sooner. That's what I'm saying, basically. Let me let me uh, kind of articulate that a little bit more. Why do we want to think that somehow getting rid of guns from the law-abiding citizen is the answer? Why would we ever believe such a lie? But Americans are falling for it everywhere. The liberals are pushing for it. It's insane, right? I mean, it doesn't make any sense at all. Just think about in America, and this is a way you can understand the proper role of government too is why I focus on it. When you propose something, if it's good for one, it's good for all. You got it. So if you disarm us, what about disarming the cops? What about disarming all the good guys? Well, Sam, if you get rid of all the guns in the world, then nobody would get shot. That's right. You're right about that. Nobody would get shot, would they? Wow, that's incredible. Cain still killed Abel. Yeah. When did guns uh, become, you know, discovered or on the market? Yeah. They didn't have guns for the first many thousands of years on the earth. They still managed to kill people. Mass killings and wars. Right? Think about that. I say to you that the answer is turning to Christ, right? And the answer is not government. Right? Now... There's Family Heritage Alliance said that the safest place for children are in families that have a married mom and dad. Yeah, what a dangerous belief, tweeted State Representative Erin Healy. She got triggered by testimony on behalf of the natural family in South Dakota by the South Dakota Family Policy Council. Yeah, they say a strong nuclear family is the safest, most beneficial place for a child to be. And now you've literally got people that are rioting against this. Democrat calls advocacy for the national family dangerous and un-American. Can you believe this stuff, folks? Anyway, that's why we've got to love with the Savior's love. And then, then we got to shoot back faster, shoot back sooner. It's the only answer when they've gone rogue like that. All right. Sadly, the United States of America is on track to add nearly $19 trillion. You heard me, $19 trillion to its national debt over the next Decade. So we're going to add $19 trillion in debt over the next 10 years. That's $3 trillion 
dollars more than the previous forecast. And they say that it's the result of interest payments, veteran health care, retiree benefits, and the military, the Congressional Budget Office, or CBO, says. Folks, this is absolutely out of control. This is insane. And this is where I'm criticizing Kevin McCarthy and the Republicans because beside the few, most are going along and they're getting ready to increase the debt ceiling. $19 trillion, folks. That means we would owe, what, $51 trillion within a decade? I am Sam Bushman. Liberty Roundtable Live continues in seconds on your radio. Exposing corruption, informing citizens, pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Lance Pry. Florida Representative Matt Gates, a Republican known for his strong support of former President Trump, announced the Justice Department has ended a sex trafficking case against him, and there will be no charges filed. Gates had insisted throughout he was innocent of any wrongdoing and that a tax collector Joel Greenberg's allegations against him have proven false. One person is dead and three more injured after a shooting at a mall in El Paso, Texas. Two men were arrested and taken into custody after the shooting. El Paso Interim Police Chief Peter Pasillas. We have two in custody. We had off-duty officers working at a local establishment within the mall and we're on scene at 5.08 p.m. in three minutes. Uh, that officer immediately took uh, one individual into custody. The motive in Wednesday's shooting was not known. El Paso Mayor Oscar Leeser. It was our most important thing to make sure our citizens were safe before we released any information. And we'll continue and we'll have further updates as we have the information. A Black Hawk helicopter from the Tennessee National Guard crashed in Alabama, killing two crew members on a training mission yesterday afternoon. The UH-60 crashed in the unincorporated community of Harvest along Alabama Highway 53. That's about a half hour's drive northwest of Huntsville, Alabama. Witnesses at the scene called the pilot a hero for avoiding buildings. The Chicago Bears football team may be getting a new stadium. The Chicago Bears are nearing a departure from their longtime home at Soldier Field. The team is purchasing a 326-acre property in Arlington Park for $197.2 million. The Bears stated that the purchase does not guarantee the development of the team's plan for a dome stadium. They also said that there remains a tremendous amount of due diligence to be done in order to take the next step in the process. I'm Julio Flores. Thanks for listening. It's well appreciated. This is USA News. Moments like hearing my cat purr good morning mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrand's Pelbacyclib. Ibrand's 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for postmenopausal women or for men with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrand's and visit Ibrand's.com. Ibrand's may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrand's 
Lungs may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking eye brands, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Spot on researcher and producer for the show, Cameron, gave me an interesting tidbit on the break that I thought I'd bring to your attention. Ah, yeah, I thought I shot I'd bring to your te- thought I'd bring to your attention. Oh, shots on the mind. You want to know why? Because it's all about guns. That's right. Uh, I mentioned for thousands of years they had no guns, but people died massive deaths in war and sword fights and all kinds of things. Well, the first gun, I guess, was um, 1364 that the first gun was uh, used. Thir- by the 1380s over in Europe, guns became prominent. They were um, crude devices by modern standards no doubt but nevertheless there's the idea and it happened so think about that and then guns weren't really that prominent for the most part uh, until several years after the 1300s but certainly in the american frontier in the 1700s they were prominent i mean they were literally on everybody's mantle behind everybody's front door um, not so much to stop the gangs. They didn't have gangs back then, right, folks? You wonder why, huh? Uh, but they had animals and threats of all sorts, Indians and, you know, so they had guns. Uh, but, folks, I'm telling you right now, if you shoot back faster, if you shoot back sooner, <laughs> you will save lives. Write it down. Remember first who gave you the slogan, Okay. There you go. When it comes to going to war with our government, you need to think outside the gun. When it comes to defending yourself from thugs that would try to kill you at the grocery store, wherever you are, you got to shoot back faster and shoot back sooner. All right, the U.S. is on track to add $19 trillion to the deficit within a decade, says the uh, Congressional uh, Budget Office or whatever, CBO is what they call that thing, right? Over the following 10 years, deficits will average, quote, $2 trillion annually as tax receipts fail to keep pace with the rising cost of Social Security and Medicare benefits. In other words, entitlement programs, the great Social Security Ponzi scheme, the great fraud known as Social Security. When you first got Social Security cards back in the day, go ask your grandpa, or maybe you got to ask his grand or his dad too. I don't know, but they used to say uh, Social Security was not for identification purposes. Now they want your Social Security number for everything, as the system's going flat out bankrupt. But they say as tax receipts fail to keep pace with Medicare and Social Security benefits, think about that for a minute. We are on a trajectory that is absolutely one hundred percent unsustainable and as dr scott bradley likes to wisely point out those buffoons up there in washington district are criminals are so derelict in their duty so poised for ill-gotten gain so trapped in becoming kingmakers 
that they either don't care or they can't see the train barreling down at us. Okay, Social Security and Medicare benefits are going to bankrupt the whole system. Let me give you an example. To put those numbers in perspective here or context for you, the total amount of debt held by the public will equal the total annual output of the U.S. economy by 2024, one and a half years away. No, I'm sorry, a year away. Less than a year away, for heck's sakes. Rising to 118% of the economy by 2033. Think about that. We're going south so fast it's not even funny. Right? It is insanity, ladies and gentlemen. It's hard to even fathom or discuss, right? It's like, what? on? Okay, well, look, I told you Kevin McCarthy was a deep state operative, and he is. He's not saying we're going to reduce spending. Kevin McCarthy's not jumping on the Ron Paul penny plan. Now it has to be a nickel because we've gone so far down the road of destroying this country. He's not doing that. He's like, well, we're going to extract what we can get and then go ahead and raise the debt ceiling. We have to or else it'll be a meltdown for society. You don't have to increase the debt ceiling at all. All you've got to do is shut down all constitutional, I'm sorry, unconstitutional government expenditures. That's all you got to do. And the first thing you do is start with the education department. Shut down the education department. I think I read here recently, um, there is a congressman that put a bill in to try to jettison the education department. Right? I don't know the guy's name offhand here. But what an awesome option, right? All right. Okay. Republican representative from Kentucky, Thomas Massey, introduced a new HR 899. And uh, Thomas Massey's H.R. 899 for the 118th Congress seeks to eliminate the U.S. Education Department. There is no constitutional authority for this federal bureaucracy to exist, Massey wrote. Yeah. He introduced it in uh, the earlier Congress as well with a single sentence. The Department of Education shall terminate on December 31st, 2022. Now it'll be 2023. Yeah, Thomas Massey, what an American hero for introducing that. Right? That's huge, folks. Let me tell you what it would take. You say, well, Sam, that's a good idea, but even if the House with the majority, supports it. We really can't do much about it because the Senate, you know, they're controlled by the Democrats. So now you give me these partisan satanic lies straight from the pit of hell where there's never any solution when you go that route, right? That's the divide-and-conquer tactic. No doubt we fall. We don't succeed under that plan. That's why George Washington said parties were so dangerous and disastrous for the country. So I don't want to hear that. 
I don't care if the Senate goes along or not. Listen to me very carefully indeed. Are you ready? Congress has a House and a Senate. Do you know that? Good. Education Constitutional 101, right? Well, the House must originate spending bills. So all the House has to do is simply say, hey, it's abolished. You can say, well, no, it's not. We're not going to go along. The president won't sign it. The Senate won't do it. It doesn't matter. We just defunded it, sir. So you can have your education department in its, quote, existence with zero dollars. Yeah. And if you spend any money, Senate, bureaucrats, bureaucracy, president, we will absolutely sue you. The whole Congress, the whole House will sue you. Right? Okay, so I'm not buying that we can do nothing about it. I really commend Rep from Kentucky, Thomas Massey. Reintroduced HR. 899. I really think it's awesome. It's in this Congress now, and it was in last Congress. Who's paying attention to it? Right? Now, think about what this bill does eliminate the U.S. Department of Education. Yeah, there's no constitutional authority so until we start looking at constitutionality of things we're not going to make any progress folks now don't start blaming the constitution for this because it's the violation of the constitution that created this behemoth in the first place right that's what we need to focus on and realize that's important to really understand folks now, I love that the bill ran a single sentence. Isn't that awesome? Think about that. The bill ran a single sentence. Pretty simple there. Even rednecks like me can get it that way, you know. The bill ran a single sentence. Ready? The Department of Education shall terminate on December 31st, 2023. Yeah. Now, he had 2022, uh, but then, of course, the bill got reintroduced this year. Now it's 2023, right? But isn't that incredible? Isn't that fascinating? Isn't that something the Republicans have had in their platform? Isn't that something that they promised to do for year after year after, oh, decade after decade? Yeah. Shut it down, people. Let's get her done. What if millions of people back Thomas Massey in this cause? See, we the people have the power. Thomas has the authority to introduce the bill. We can get it done. But only if we go to work. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's gonna do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? 
Republicans, who are they? Democrats, who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit, a battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact. TheEpicTimes.com I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. Live and on your radio, ladies and gentlemen, I am Sam Bushman. I'm telling you right now, I'm on fire today because you know what? I just can't take it. The things we're doing are psychotic. $19 trillion in increased debt over the next 10 years. Are you off your rocker? Crazy? Wow. We need to abolish the education department, folks. Yeah, when an insider asked Thomas Massey how abolishing the department would impact, quote, programs and laws that would specifically relate to the department, he said, quote, unelected bureaucrats in Washington, D.C. should not be in charge of our children's intellectual and moral development. Amen to that. Wow. States and local communities are best positioned to shape curricula that meets the needs of their students. Schools should be accountable, he said. Parents have the right to choose the most appropriate educational opportunities for their children, including homeschool, public school, or private school. Can you imagine? Yeah, when they asked about how it relate to pale grants and loans and all this other garbage that, again, is grown out of government education, they say Massey's office did not respond. All right. Now, remember that Congress recently approved a $1.7 trillion budget for the government, including, listen to me, $79.6 billion for the education department. $45 billion going to K or K-12 programs, with the majority going to low-income neighborhoods and blah, blah, blah. All right. 
Wow. $30 billion, higher education and federal student aid and so on and so on. But look at all this. $79 billion you could get rid of that way. And you would dismantle a significant portion of government. How much money and how many programs are downstream or piggybacked onto or whatever you want to call it exist because of, I can keep going, right? Because of the education department in the first place. So I don't know how much impact in terms of dollars it will have, but you can't only look at it in terms of dollars. And this is what I would fire back if I was, you know, Thomas or in support of Massey. And that is this. Um, Forget all the dollars and cents for a minute, although that's critical and we need to do that. But what we're talking about is parents having control of their children's education, not Washington, D.C. Not a huge bureaucracy, bureaucracy thousands of miles away from the families. Okay, you don't need some bureaucrat organization. You don't need some regulatory group. You don't need some huge bureaucracy thousands of miles away dictating policy, pushing money like a drug with strings attached. You don't need that. Okay? So this is where America needs to start to wake up. We need to get a handle on this and say, hey, you know what? We're not doing this anymore. But look, until the American people push back, we're not going to get anywhere with this stuff. Or does not. The bill ran a single sentence. The Department of Education shall terminate on December 31st, 2023. When are we going to get it done? Now you say, well, Sam, it, it just can't get done. Why don't you remove every single congressman next election who won't vote for it? Why don't you remove every single senator next election, the election after that, and the election after that, and every single senator that won't vote for it, and every single congressman that won't vote for it will be gone. The president won't sign it. Fine. Vote him out, too. See, we the people have got to start to take our liberties seriously. And until we do, it's just going to get worse and worse and worse. Now, folks, I don't know how to handle this story because I love Donald Trump in many ways. You know, the guy, you know, took on Hillary and said she was a bad locker up and all this stuff. And, you know, he stood against the media and he exposed a lot of their shenanigans. And he, you know, he did a lot of good. He, uh, you know, highlighted the problems on the border. He was the most pro-life president in my whole lifetime. Uh, He lowered taxes in many ways. Uh, he, He did a lot of, you know, things that you would like. But wow, on his watch, he sure did a lot of damage, too. Yeah, he literally got this kind of element of fighting and, 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 you know, lack of civility in our society ratcheted up more so than anybody else. Uh, He literally uh, fast-tracked vaccinations and still stands by them, even though they're killing people left and right now. You know, Donald did a lot of derelict things on the job. And one of the things that he has done that just never ceases to frustrate me is he surrounds himself with the biggest deep state buffoons you could ever imagine. 
Liberals and deep state buffoons are the people he surrounds himself with. And I don't know how to respond to this. But instead of Donald jumping on Thomas Massey saying, let's, you know, end the education department now like he ought to be. In an email to supporters, Donald Trump called for Republicans to embrace mail-in voting and ballot harvesting. Donald, have you lost your cotton picking mind, sir? Are you off your rock completely out of your mind? Are you completely psychotic and absolutely unhinged crazy? Okay, this is the first time I've gone after Donald so hard. But how dare you talk about election integrity issues like you've done for so long? And then literally so you can win and vote or invoke voting measure that you highlighted and articulated was fraudulent in a vote by mail envelope in a fundraising email. He said his campaign would begin pursuing the Democrats' own game of harvesting ballots in every state. I don't even know how to respond to you on this. Newt Gingrich called on his party to embrace mail-in ballots after Herschel Walker got defeated in Georgia. Trump votes by mail in Florida after criticizing practice. National Public Radio with that piece. Republicans target voting mail. New York Times. <laughs> California Republicans embrace ballast, har- ballast harvesting. I don't know how to. Some Republican leaders say GOP needs to embrace mail-in voting. I cannot believe this. What is the Donald thinking? Remember, he had his huge Biden-like gap when he said, hey, let's just, you know, get rid of the Constitution there. Now the wacko wants mail-in ballot Voting and harvesting? Donald's is worse than the deep state now, I think. This guy literally worked with us for the first election go-round. Told us he'd lock up Hillary. He did no such thing. Told us he'd change libel laws and slander so we wouldn't get abused by these criminals. All along the way on his watch, they were controlling Twitter and Facebook and everything else against the Donald. A lot of the promises he made never got done. Most of the promises he made simply got reversed by the next clown in power. Trump votes by mail in Florida after criticizing practice. I kid you not, National Public Radio mocks Trump with this. Folks, I don't know how to even deal with this. I don't embrace mail-in voting, and I don't embrace ballot harvesting you want to know why donald 
You want to know why, sir? Because it's fraud. Because there's no ability to protect the custody, the chain of custody of ballots, sir, and you know it. So how dare you? Well, if you can't beat them, join them, Sam. No, no, no. Stand for the country. So Donald loves to make nicknames up for everybody, right? He just made up a new one for Ron DeSantis. Did you hear about it? All right, I'll make you wait till next hour to hear it then. How's that? I'm just mad as could be. I am just mad as could be. Because shame on Donald. So I'm going to make a nickname up for the Donald now. Because he's ready to make up names for everybody, right? Yeah. Somebody needs to make up a name for the Donald. What ought it be? You have a name for the Donald that you ought to call him? Should I tell you my name for Donald or should I make you wait till the next hour? Wait till the next hour? All right. I just look at this and shame on you, Donald Trump. I'm just I'm just absolutely shocked. Missouri Senator Josh Hawley confirmed that he will not, I repeat, not launch a presidential bid in 2024. Not going to do it, he says. Sarah Palin is encouraging Florida Governor Ron DeSantis to stand down in 2024 and throw support behind the Donald. Nikki Haley, or Haley, of course, launches her presidential bid. She's running for president. She says to take back our country. She's gone from rising GOP star to now top of the ticket, they claim. She has a video out called Strong and Proud, which if we get time, I'll try to play uh, sometime next hour. But what a shame these people are. And especially Donald. You know, I was having a hard time deciding whether I should support Donald or not. Then his Constitution gaffe came out. Now this. Can you back a guy that wants to eat the Constitution and a guy that simply says, let's embrace the fraudulent tactics that got him unelected or removed in the first place? No, you should double down on the truth and honesty and transparency and integrity. Donald, you should fund radio groups like us that are trying to help you in this quest. But now you've betrayed us all. So I got a nickname for the Donald, as I tell you his nickname for Ron DeSantis. A few of us can play that game, and some of us are as good at it as Donald. Probably better. Let's try it. We'll do it in seconds on your radio. Hour one in the can, hour two coming up, lovingliberty.net. God save the Republic of the United States of America, because we declare this nation shall endure. Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk Show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman on your radio. 
Wow, hard-hitting news the networks refused to use. No doubt continues now. This is the broadcast for February the 16th in the year of our Lord, 2023. Yes, indeed, we promote God, family, and country. We protect life, liberty, and property, and we do so via the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America, with its checks and balances and all the brilliance put in place by our founding fathers. Man, have we got a row to hoe today. Second hour. We kind of switched hours. It's all my fault. I was supposed to go for surgery, and so I told Brian Rust and Kelly that I wouldn't be here. And then the surgery got canceled, and I've been just scrambling to try to get everything done. I didn't get back with Brian and Kelly fast enough, and so they weren't here last hour. And then I'm like, hey, where's Brian? Oh, yeah, I'm an idiot. I didn't tell them. (laughs) No wonder. (laughs) But we reached out to them, and they were so kind to adjust their schedules on the fly. Man, I'm just telling you, great, great people over at RustCoinandGift.com. Brian, welcome back, sir. Hey, thanks, Sam. You're not an idiot. Uh, Things happen, so we're glad to be with you. (laughs) Things are just so crazy, sir. By the way, where's gold sitting right now? Uh, let's see. Gold sitting at eighteen thirty-four fifty. Uh, thirty-four fifty. So it's down a bit, right? Yep, down a All bit. Right. Eighteen thirty-four fifty silver. Uh, twenty-one sixty-five. Down as well, slightly. So, folks, right? Uh, I would recommend if you uh, you know, want to buy a little bit of constitutional currency while it's down. That's always wise to do, right, Brian? Yeah, it's always smart. We always think to, to putting a little away as you can uh, is a good thing. You know, I find it interesting. You know how how everything, you know, in the in the financial world is is crazy, and you know, there's so much debt. There's so many issues. There's you know, our dollar. Uh, let me joke. I guess say that it's showing so much strength. And that's why the metals would come down. And yet it's, 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 it's really interesting. And if most people figure it out that these big banking institutions that drive that paper market on the exchange, they're going to do whatever they can to, to you know, drive this, you know, drive that uh, market, our market, the physical market down by paper. And uh, if you buy into it, then you're going to be frustrated. If I, oh, it's dropping. I shouldn't have got Yeah. Well, you, you just keep buying into it. And then slowly and slowly and slowly. When you're pushed out, forced out, then that how how interesting those people who drive that market down on paper are also buying physical, trying to buy it at this lower price. So why yes, would they, they buy are. if it's such a yeah? So anyway, that's the game. Now I want to make I want another make another point of interest too. The reason the dollar seems so high and so strong, it isn't really high and strong. It's that inflation that rearing its ugly head. It's got a head of steam even with the Fed manipulating interest rates over and over and over and over. And, you know, they just can't stop that belligerent inflationary reality they have manufactured. That's the truth of the matter. The dollar isn't strong. In fact, it's so high you can't even afford to use your dollars hardly, right? <laughs> That's right. That's exactly right. Inflated, no doubt about so it. So how's that so. strong? Let me ask you, if we made gas $100 a gallon, would that mean the dollar's super strong? <laughs> yeah. Right. Got that strong dollar going on. I can only get one of them. It's so, uh, so strong, you know? Yeah. Look, folks, you got to understand the balance. You got to understand like the it. reality, Brian. Right. I like to. I like to use the adage. Kelly does the same thing. Is is gas used to be able to buy gas for a quarter, a gallon of gas for a quarter. Well, I can still buy a gallon of gas for a quarter. It's just silver. It's a silver quarter. It'll still buy me a gallon of gas. I find that very interesting. People. What's oh, a silver what? quarter worth yeah. now? Three bucks. Yeah, four or five bucks. Yeah. Wow. All right. 
Yeah. There, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. What more do we need to say, I guess? Well, there's a couple of uh, things I want to talk to you about, Brian, on the radio. We'll have Kelly join in. We talk about this shooting Monday night. This guy went psychotic, uh, as far as I understand, with a gun at college or uh, on these college campuses. And, man, there's just some weird anomalies about it. Uh, I guess it took the cops four hours to hunt this guy down. He went to one uh, campus building and shot people. Then he went to another campus building and shot people. Then he took off, and he eventually was surrounded. They closed in on him, and they say he committed suicide. But there's so many weird things about this story that I don't understand. He didn't shoot anybody on the way to the schools. He didn't shoot anybody after he left the schools. It's just weird. Something strange is going on. But furthermore, now they say these students that were at Sandy Hook and another student that was at a different school that got um, attacked with a shooter. Now it's their second time. This one girl, second time. She's 21 years old. The first time was when she was 11. Sandy Hook. Second time is when she's 21. She's expecting a third time. I just don't know what the odds are on that kind of stuff, but I'm just having a hard time believing all these factors that push for gun control. Uh, make any sense so the school has a plan they say run hide fight that's how they want you to deal with a uh, with an unhinged gunman in your midst there you run hide and fight brian you got that what kind of guidance is that from these idiots well (laughs) that's that's very interesting i wonder how what kind of guidance they're giving our kids anyway you know, I find it interesting all these things that are happening and so on. And why is there so many uh, we we deal with we deal with so many of these mental issues of these people? I don't know if they, you know, I when I was uh, serving up here at uh, the university here in a religious capacity or whatever as a bishop of so these wards. I mean, I had students that were just all they did they had scholarships and all they wanted to do is sit there and play these video games. And I found it very interesting. The correlation is, okay, you, you have a scholarship. You're here just to play these video games. You stay up all night, and eventually they lost their scholarships and went home. So I, I find it very interesting that this younger generation just wants to sit. They don't want to accomplish anything. They just want to sit and play these games. And I, I wonder if that has some kind of a impact. Hey, man, the games on what, are usually what, violent, what, too, what though, like Call of Duty and Grand Theft right. Auto and their rape, pillage, plunder, first shooter kind of games. And then you get isolated, and you right. do that, and pretty soon – you know, so I've got this idea. What they say we need to do is we need to run and hide and fight and whatever. And now they're pushing for gun control big time. But I created a slogan that I wish somehow we could make go viral. You ready for it, Brian? Yeah, let's hear it. Their advice is run, hide, and fight. I'm just nonsensical, two-directional. Do you fight or do you run and hide, right? Um, but mine is really, really simple. I'm not very smart, so it's got to be simple for me to deliver it. Here it is. Shoot back faster. Shoot back sooner. That's all. What if in the first building they shot back faster and sooner? That guy wouldn't have gone to a second building. What if somebody shot back faster and sooner before he ever even entered the building? It took the cops four hours to track this guy down, but we got to shoot back faster. Brian? Yeah, I agree. Why don't we talk about the people that have done that in, in some of these situations? Where they're sitting in a position, and hey, they stepped up and, and and shot and saved a lot of lives. We don't we don't hear or bring up them. We bring up the fact of these George Floyd's and all these others who are really kind of crooks and criminals or thugs themselves. But 
we don't talk about the person, the he, real hero, that actually did step up and take out a uh, one of these wackos. Kelly Finnegan's with us. He's a master chemist. I kind of want to know, what is the chemistry wrong in these people's brains? I mean, what kind of an advice from a college is this? Years after these shootings, they've been training and preparing, and they're like, hey, run, hide, and fight. I'm just saying, buddy, shoot back faster. Well, what do you say, Kelly? Well, I think it's because these kids have just been taught that, and you can hit the reset button and start over again. You know, nobody really dies. And when somebody does, they don't know what to do, and they panic. So they're giving them the advice that they can handle. But I kind of like the Olympic uh, motto, Sitius Altius Fortius, which is what? Higher, faster, stronger. And like I like yours, you know, hey, shoot back uh, faster uh, with higher capacity magazines with stronger uh, caliber bullets. Now, I, I last hour went on uh, this for quite a while, but I said, you know, I'm not just a violent guy. I'm for the love plan. I'm for following Jesus Christ, all of his teachings, love thy neighbor as thyself, love one another, you know, uh, treat, you know love thy neighbor, um, you know, the good Samaritan. Uh, if they sue you at the law, give them your coat also. Kind of a, I, I love all those leading with love ideas, and I think that's what we need to do. We need to make sure these people don't slip through the cracks of society. We can have churches and friends and neighbors and people reach out to these uh, poor souls. Okay, I'm for the love plan first. But when you're in crisis mode and the guy's killing people, now the love thing to do is go ham. Shoot back faster. Shoot back sooner. Shoot back better. Ooh, that's my new slogan. Shoot back better, for heck's sake. What do you think of that? Right? They want to build back better. I'm saying shoot back better. Oh, yeah. That, okay, look. We can show all the love we want to, but at the end of the day, we're going to have to shoot back better to stop these people. You're beyond the ability to say, hey, let's love one another. You've got to protect the innocent, Brian. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, it's, you know, they're going to, you know, I, I, I'm not, you know, this conspiracy kind of theorist person in the sense of our, is, is somebody behind big money behind the fact of, okay, all these records, let's just give them some guns and send them in there. I don't want to have that thought process, but sometimes I wonder that they're trying to create these scenarios so that we can get rid of guns. It's not, it's not the guns. I mean, what was that? Uh, you know, these people that get into crowds, it's not guns. It could be a car. It could be a bus. It could be a van. It's, it, we've seen it. We, do, we, do we stop driving now because, hey, this, well, this piece of metal out here that I drive down the street, that's really a weapon. You know, my, I had a good well, friend. Well, think of how Cain killed Abel. Too. He didn't have a gun. Yeah. You know, is it a knife? I have, I have friends that got knives. You know, I've got the, I mean, is it a knife? Is it a machete? Is it a bow and arrow? Is it, it it's not, you know, we can't, we, we want to, you know, I don't know. The problem is the gun. Okay. Well, I, I don't agree. All right. My slogan, I maybe I'll run for president. My, my slogan is just shoot back better, people. Hang tight on your radio. Have you ever had great honey? No, I mean really good, all-natural, raw honey? Well, now you can, thanks to localhoneyman.com. We can ship out our locally made honey all across the U.S. So don't worry, you won't miss out. Plus, Local Honey Man has so many different flavors, like Utah Wildflower, High Desert Delight, Happy Valley, and Blackberry, just to name a few. So purchase your delicious raw honey today at localhoneyman.com. 
treasure your liberty? Well, at LovingLiberty.net, we most certainly do. And we want to help protect your liberty too. Become part of the family. Everyone knows that the core of any society is the family. Therefore, the government should foster and protect the integrity of its family. We the people. Won't you join us as a Loving Liberty sponsor to help us promote the principles in the 5,000-year leap? Let's restore the miracle that changed the world at LovingLiberty.net. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. Yeah, man, everybody's doing it. Everybody's running for president for 24, man. I'm going to run for 24 president, too, man. Sam Bushman, shoot back better is my slogan. What are you going to do in America? I'm going to let people shoot back better, baby. We're going to stop the thugs with guns every time, man. Whenever somebody gets thinking about getting crazy with a gun, they'll be a good guy with a gun right next door to say, uh-uh, stop now. And if not, we'll just shoot back better. Welcome to the broadcast. Brian Rust with me. Kelly Finnegan with me as well. RustCoinandGift.com. You've got a friend in the honest money business. And um, <clears throat> Kentucky Representative Thomas Massey introduced a new bill. Uh, it's He introduced it last year, and now he reintroduced it again. It's called H.R. 899. The bill was a single sentence long, gentlemen. Here's what it says. The Department of Education shall terminate on December 31st, 2023. Will you sign it, Brian? So the bill is, is the, 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 what is it, Con, continuing education? No, we're going to abolish. Oh, the abolish Department education. of Education totally. shall terminate on December wow. 31st, 2023. It's a one-sentence bill. You for term, the termination and just sign that, dude? What, what, why, is, why are they saying this? Well, Brian Massey, so I mean, uh, Thomas Massey wants to get rid of the education department, and so he put this oh. bill in. Okay, well, I want to get rid of the IRS and, and the Fed Federal Reserve. Is there a bill? Are they? How about we match that? Well, I think we should. I think we should match that with you know dozens of bills that would all be one sentence bills. But I'm, I'm with <laughs> right. Thomas Massey though to to shut down the education department. We don't need federal education. There you go. Perfect. What do you think? Would you sign it, Kelly? Oh yeah, in a heartbeat. Because it was never meant for the federal government to be over education. That's a state issue. All uh, right. Bingo. So, what, what's your slogan? You're running for president now. What's your slogan? <laughs> um, honesty is the best policy. Oh wow! Very, honesty is the best policy. Honest money. It all fits, Brian. Kelly, for president. Uh, 
my slogan only mocks Biden's is, is all. It's really not my real <laughs> slogan that I would use. It was I'd a, never be it was a mock Biden slogan. <laughs> but there you have it, though. Uh, I really believe that's pretty interesting, pretty neat. All right, now, Donald Trump, I love him, but I have to create a nickname for the Donald. And uh, we're going to do this in just a minute here, but I want to set this up and explain the story to you guys first. In an email to supporters now, Donald Trump called for Republicans to embrace mail-in voting and ballot harvesting. Trump votes by mail in Florida after criticizing the practice. Now, folks, I try to like Donald. I try to support him. He does so many fun and good things. He was the most pro-life president in my lifetime. I love all that. But when the guy wanted to eat the Constitution several weeks ago, and now he wants to promote mail-in balloting where there's no custody of the ballots, there's no chain of custody, when you literally want to promote mail-in balloting and ballot harvesting, He's literally doubling down and embracing what we, he called fraudulent for the last many years. He has lost his marble. I don't know what he's thinking. What do you think of this, Kelly? Well, I think he has adopted Al Davis's motto, which is just win, baby. And I think that he's all in <laughs> for the Donald. He, he's. He doesn't really care about anybody else, but he's just going to do whatever it takes to win. And if this works, then then I'm going to do it. I can't support this, Brian. Yeah, I don't support this. I'd, I'd really, you know, I'd, I'd like to see, you know, Donald had an opportunity. He was in, as the president. He had an opportunity to do a lot of stuff. He did quite a bit of stuff, but he had a, an opportunity to do a lot more. And I think it's his, his time's done. I think he needs to move on. Uh, we need to move on, and he needs to get out of the way so that we can, you know, otherwise we're just going to be having another Biden in a, with a different name uh, in in the Oval Office. All right. So Donald created a new nickname for Ron DeSantis. Did you hear what it is? No. Meatball Ron. <laughs> is that what? <laughs> Great. <laughs> <sighs> What do you think of that, Kelly? <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. I got one for Donald too. I'll let you do yours first. And all right, <laughs> do you got a do you got a nickname for Florida Governor Ron DeSantis? Meatball Ron says Trump. And you know what? I'm getting sick of of Donald Trump literally making up nicknames for everybody. Now Trump reportedly labeled the governor meatball ron in private conversations in an effort to put him down ahead of the 2024 presidential primary now here's the problem the problem that i have with this is you can't just start mocking people like this. Ron hasn't even agreed to run, Brian. Yeah, I don't like the nicknaming stuff either. I think that's one of the problems. I think if, if Donald would just do his job and not get in, in name calling and all this other crap that he you know gets involved with, this big media push that he does, 
I mean, I think he could have still been at president, but uh, yeah, I'm not a big fan of it. I'm not, I don't want to see it anymore. It's, it's, it's pathetic. All right. Anyway, I just find this just, I'm sick of it, Donald. It's, it's funny Let, sometimes, but, but we've gone too far now. This guy's not even running for president. You're attacking one of the best governors in the country. Now you can say he's got problems. Yeah. You know what? And so does everybody that's on the national stage. But Ron's done a lot of good. Let's not let's not pretend that's not true, Brian. Let's hear Kelly's uh, uh, nicknames that he had. Or still waiting for that. Let's hear that. Well, I, I I'm kind of taking from the very first fascist, and kind of goes with meatball. But I would call Donald Il Duce. Just start oh, calling him Del Duce. Like they used to call Benito what? Mussolini, Il Duce. Wow. <laughs> he has that kind yeah. of look he does, you know, like El Duce did, and like I'm so much better than everybody. I'm the greatest of all time. There you have it. You call him Del Duce. And it... Sounds uh, like WWF, doesn't Il, it? The wrestling Il, Il Duce. <laughs> I-L. It's, uh, it means the leader in, in Italian. Oh, okay. Del Duce. There you go. All right, there you have it. My um, my real deal is, you know, Donald Trump is always talking about loyalty. Oh, that person's unloyal or disloyal or this or that and the other. And the... Donald has become the most disloyal person I've ever known. Right. Every time he turns around and attack, now Haley's going against him. Oh, she's disloyal. Well, he's going against Ron. Oh, disloyal. What gives Donald Trump the idea after he lost the second chance he had for the election. Now, I know it was election fraud. I get it, and I agree, Donald. But what gives you the chance to think that you own the rights this time after you already lost? Now, it's fine if you want to run. Don't get me wrong. But what makes you think that you have a corner on this? Is if somehow we owe you the good old boy network, the deep state owes you the next go-round? Is that what you think? That's the problem, right? Uh, and so my um, nickname for him is Backstabbing Donald. Look, he's backstabbing everybody. He promised me he would go after the libel and slander laws. He never did. He promised me he'd find out about Barack Obama's birth certificate. He never did. He promised me he would, I mean, we can go on and on. The border fence to, you know, then he put fast-track vaccinations down our throat. Now people are dying left and right on his watch, and he still continues to defend the lie on vaccines. It has become a problem, gentlemen. Yeah, I think we have a three-ring circus. He's a, he's he's the the ringmaster that we all don't want. I just don't know how to respond to this, really, because the guy's become just a, a, a backstabber. Why yeah. do we have to have fighting amongst some of the best conservatives we thought we had? What good is that going to do? Right? Anyway, I, I just don't know how to respond to this, really. Uh, Kelly, what do you say, though? I, I mean, at some point, he's just a flat-out backstabber. Well, hmm. and this is proof, once again, that he's not a team player. You know, there is one team, and Team Donald. You know, and unfortunately, he's... He's used his, his usefulness is gone, 
And if he doesn't bow out because people don't want him, then we're going to have another Republican in there, another Democrat in there. Wow. Yeah, I don't know if we just call him Mussolini or what. But your point's well taken. Fetterman life. Hang tight. Kelly, Brian, and Sam on your radio. This hour is sponsored by RussCoinandGift.com on your radio. Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Lance Pry. The producer price index measures the price of products sold as they leave the producer. The number excludes any taxes, transport, and trade margins. January's number declined to 6% from 6.5% in December. Thursday's data is published by the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. Six-time NBA champion Michael Jordan is celebrating his 60th birthday tomorrow. Jordan is celebrating by making a $10 million donation to the Make-A-Wish Foundation. The thankful organization says it's the largest donation ever received from an individual in the organization's 43-year history. A man accused of trying to steal a catalytic converter in Palmdale, California, was killed Tuesday when he was run over by the SUV he was stealing from. It happened in a store parking lot. A woman was sleeping in her SUV when suspects began sawing off the catalytic converter. The sound startled the woman, and she immediately drove away. After feeling the bumps, she stopped and called 911. Three others were detained. The suspect died at the hospital. Musician Rihanna wants to release an album this year. Rihanna says it would be ridiculous if her ninth album didn't release this year. Speaking to British Vogue, Rihanna said she wants the album to drop this year, and she wants to make music, have fun, and make videos. The singer said she hasn't stopped recording music in recent years, although some of her unreleased records contain sound she's grown out of. She's also called her album Anti, her most brilliant album. Rihanna is fresh off her Super Bowl 57 halftime performance, where she revealed she's pregnant with her second child. I'm Julio Flores. The producer price index delivering more bad economic news to America. Trading on Wall Street is taking a hit. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is down 300 points in Thursday morning trading. Thanks for listening. It is well appreciated. This is USA News. Attention, small business owners. This could be the most important 10-minute call you will ever make. You may be eligible to receive up to $26,000 per employee through the Employee Retention Credit. Call Omega Accounting Solutions to see if your business is eligible to recover payroll tax pay during the pandemic. All it takes is a quick, easy, free 10-minute consultation to determine your qualifications. Call Omega Accounting Solutions at 800-309-ERC. Omega's knowledgeable staff will streamline the process of filing complicated paperwork. Omega is the small business champion with teams dedicated to maximizing tax credits. CPAs even turn to Omega for ERC guidance. Take advantage of this exclusive small business tax credit before it's too late. The three-year sunset deadline is setting soon. So find out if you qualify today. Call 800-309-ERC. That's 800-309-ERC. Or visit OmegaTaxCredits.com. All right. 
You ready for my real nickname for the Donald now? Because I was joking about the one before. I like uh, Kelly's, and mine is certainly, uh, Kelly's relates to Mussolini, and Donald certainly is starting to think he's a king. Uh, and my other one, though, about backstabber kind of highlights, you know what, when you say mail-in balloting is vote fraud and you say that for years, then you go, hey, let's do mail-in balloting so, voting so I can get elected. What a backstabber. But you ready for my real name? I don't know if you guys used to watch TV, but if you're going to la- label Ron Meatball, right, there's an old TV show. I want you guys to try to guess it. Are you ready? And uh, the dad on the show, or the, the man used to call somebody Meathead. You know about this, Brian <laughs> Kelly? There you yeah, go. The That's it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Archie Bunker. Yeah, Archie used to say, meathead, get out of my chair. <clears throat> right? <laughs> Isn't that what happened? Uh, I like it. You're sitting in my chair, meathead, get out. Get That's out. Right. You can't... Okay, now, Donald, you're trying to sit in the president's chair, buddy, but you're not there. Get out, meathead. You're gone. <laughs> Meathead, stop it. So I'm just going to put on Archie Punk and say, get out of my chair. Donald, come on. Okay, look, call him Meathead. So you got Meatball Meathead. Meatball's not even running yet. Meathead's uh, just so threatened by Meatball that he's going spastic before he even gets the chance. Uh, so what do you think? We just hashtag Meathead for the Donald? Do it. What yeah. do you think? Is that a pretty good name, Kelly? I like it. I even like the Archie Bunker thing there. I'm just yeah. done with this. Backstabbing Bunker. Wow. Backstabbing Bunker, a.k.a. Meathead. Wow. <laughs> I'm just saying, shame on Donald, right? Right? Well, he doesn't get it. Does he get it? I, don't, I think he's just, you know, he doesn't get it. I mean, I'm the guy. No one else, you know, and, and yet it, he, he's really... He's really uh, – that's the reason he's not there. I think a lot of people got fed up with him, just, you know, his his voice. You know, look, forget the voice thing. You got, I get your fact. You were in the you were president. You're doing a lot of good stuff. Keep doing the good stuff and, and close your mouth a bit. That would be great. Well, and, and quit attacking people that aren't even running, though. What threat is Ron to Don? Right. Nothing. I agree. Did old meathead threaten old Archie? Man of the house there deal. Is that the problem going on? <laughs> wow I would just respond back if I was uh, Ron DeSantis and say fine call me meatball meathead Archie Bunker get out of my chair you've had your turn next but see the problem yep. is Ron is actually polite and doesn't fire back like I would is the thing Brian Ron's actually more like you and it'd be kind and gentle and patient and stuff like that I'm kind of a, a hothead not a meathead but see I you know you'd be more patient wouldn't you Brian yeah. I mean, let's, I mean, I think we have to be civil. And the problem is, is it's all about it. You know, that's why I'd like to get rid of all 500 of them back there. Let's start over and get back to the constitution. Let's be more civil and work together. I mean, yeah, we, we're not going to agree on everything, but let's work together for the betterment of the people. And yeah, there's, there's none of that. It's all about me doing this and me and I'm in the, yeah, anyway, it's, it's pathetic. Um, what do you think, Kelly? I look at this and I think, why are you attacking Ron, though? Can't Don and Ron work together, for heck's sakes? Well, and then and then Trump wonders why he, he's losing loyalty to people. Because loyalty is a two-way street. You know, you got to have somebody's back for them to have your back. 
And if you are going to back cabin or whatever, then they're gone. People catch on after a while. And there's some people that aren't catching on, you know. And if you bring up this whole virus vaccine thing that Trump was the one that championed it and still does, they might go, wow, I never never looked at that or thought about that. I just don't understand how Donald can't see that we got to work with people that are relatively like-minded. We can't have this divisive tactic. Now, you say, well, hey, if a few people run, it gives Donald a better chance to win. Yeah, if you're fractured, but, man, you're going down the wrong roads to win. Is it all about Donald winning, or is it about what's best for the country? you got to start to really ask that question. Don't you, Meathead? Just wonder, don't you think, Kelly? Have you ever looked at Marla Maples and you go, wow, what, what were you thinking, Donald? You know? Anyway, uh, Brian? Yeah, I, I just think, where, where were the people? I mean, he was in the office. Where were the people behind him? Or maybe they, he didn't care. Maybe that's his attitude. He, he's such a you know, narcissistic or whatever it is the word is, that, that, that he doesn't care about the people that are trying to give him advice. I mean, he was there. He could have, he could have been there again, I think. He just, he just didn't listen to anybody. I think it was all about him. And, and uh, that's yeah, I, I think that's where it was. All right, Sam's nickname for the Donald, Meathead. When I just look at this guy and I just think, what kind of an idiot are you? Look, we need to work together with Ron. He's not perfect, I get it. Neither are you, Donald. Neither is Nikki Haley. Neither are these people. But who else do we have to put on the national stage to become president? What are our choices? Man, we sure have the bottom of the barrel, Kelly. Especially people that haven't burned bridges. Donald Trump has burned a lot of bridges, and that's what—that's the number one rule in politics. You never do. You never burn a bridge. You might have to go back that way sometime. There you go. Brian, uh, what do you say? We can't have these bridge burners. I agree with Kelly. Yeah, I, I, I would. Uh, there's a Russell M. Nelson up there. that he, he'd, uh, he'd be a good person for president. Who are you saying to be good? The prophet. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, he's a kind, who would kind you, man, a doctor. Yeah, who would you have? Who would you have, uh, Kelly, to be president? Right now, I honestly, I really uh, like Ron DeSantis. He's just shown how to be a leader in Florida, you know, and, and, and he's got – He's got Democrats running scared right now, you know, and it's like, let's get on that horse for a while and see where it takes us. And he's being kind and not, he's, he hasn't even announced he's running, you know, where he's got Gavin Newsom's already trying out the White House because he thinks it's going to take over for Biden, you know, when Biden's gone. All right. So anyway, I'm saying, Donald, your new name is Meathead, buddy, but don't get mad at me. It's all in the family, buddy. You know, we keep it in the family around here. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, Okay. Anyway, that joke's old now. Sorry. Thanks for your patience. But I look at this, and I just go, man, what is this guy thinking? Attack Ron DeSantis and then literally run around and ask me to back voting fraud techniques to get you elected? What a goon. What a buffoon. 
Uh, anyway, I, I know it's kind of bad I'm throwing out these names and stuff, but I'm, I'm, I'm trying to illustrate a point. We have got to change, folks. We can't just keep doing this stuff. I'm pretty good at it, too, as you can tell. Kelly's great at it, right? So we can fire back like that, but I don't think it's the way to go. I think we should follow this guy. All right? I think we should follow this guy. His name is Adolfo Molina. He's a Dominican. Uh, and he's, I think, an American, too. I don't know if he's illegal or not. But you know what? The guy's incredible. And here's what happened. A good Samaritan man sprints along four-lane snowy highway to stop woman's runaway car. This is incredible. When a woman from Massachusetts lost consciousness behind the wheel of her car, on the highway, she can thank her lucky stars. She did it in view of this guy, Adolfo Molina. This guy is a powerful dominion. Okay, the woman's 57 years old. I don't know if she had a diabetes problem or a stroke. I mean, I don't know what happened to her. But this guy sp- saw what was going on, sprinted across a four-line high, four-lane highway in front of other vehicles in the snow to try to stop her car as it brushed against the guardrails while continuing to accelerate on the shoulder of the road. This dude is boss. Well, anyway, there's a TikTok video of this thing that goes viral for just just reason. I mean, it's incredible. This guy stops the car. Saves everybody, Brian. Yeah, that's you know that's amazing. I think you know we need more of those kind of people. Yeah, let put have him run for president. I mean that's, I mean, that's this, what we need. This guy's a hero, man. And, and anyway, it went but, viral on TikTok. What a good Samaritan idea, Kelly. What a, what an while well, Donald's making up nicknames for people that are all negative. This guy's saving lives, buddy. Yeah, he's he's really following the the dictates of Christ and loving your brother more than yourself. Yep. Roger that. All right. Well, I'm going to, besides Meathead, I'm going to quit calling people names. I just got to do Meathead, though. I can't stop it. I just can't help it. (laughs) Hey, Meathead, you want to come on the radio and talk about it, buddy? Or do you not have the guts? Are you too afraid to come on Liberty Roundtable Live? Huh? Yeah. All right. January 6th, folks, are in trouble. I'll tell you about that in seconds on your radio. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8:44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present day church. Rather, it is for the end time church, the body of the line of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries.
Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The Foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing Foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various Foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3, founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. You're going to vote for Meatball or Meathead, huh? You got the presidential elections coming up in 2024 there. Yeah, well, a tall and powerful Dominican sprints across four lanes in front of oncoming traffic and saves a woman. We're calling him the Good Samaritan of the Day, ladies and gentlemen. Jill Biden got a new nickname, though, because she went to the um, uh, Super Bowl and everything like that. It wasn't the name for kissing somebody else's husband on the lips. Uh, It wasn't that. We talked about that last week. She got her new nickname, her new nickname, because she loves to be called Dr. Jill Biden. You know that because she's an education czar. She loves it. So now they're calling her Dr. Jinx. Yeah, they relentlessly mocked her because whoever she backs loses. It's happened on multiple occasions. And so now she's nicknamed Dr. Jinx, Brian. Wow. Well, so everybody's trying to avoid her. Is Is that the issue? Oh, yeah. Everybody but Doug. (laughs) <laughs> Doug's not really avoiding her. He's kind of, I don't know, liking the attention. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think we want to touch that with a 10-foot pole. There's a video now. <laughs> it's in the folder, Cameron, if you can get ready to play this thing. Hold on. i got to say something, Sam, really Yes. Fast. Okay, Kelly, you're up. I always tell people <laughs> that Jill Biden has a Ph.D. as a doctor of education like Bill Cosby. And that makes him shut up. <laughs> yeah and she's a pervert like bill too all right enough of that but there 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 you have it um nikki haley uh, is running for president and she uh put out a video and uh, i don't really understand the video i mean it's literally three minutes of virtually nothing. Here's the audio of what she said. This is a release. This is to try to get you to vote for her. Tell me if it gets it done for you, Brian, right after this. The railroad tracks divided the town by race. I was the proud daughter of Indian immigrants. Not black, not white. I was different. But my mom would always say, your job is not to focus on the differences but the similarities. And my parents reminded me and my siblings every day how blessed we were to live in America. Some look at our past as evidence that America's founding principles are bad. They say the promise of freedom is just made up. Some think our ideas are not just wrong, but racist and evil. Nothing could be further from the truth. I have seen evil. 
In China, they commit genocide. In Iran, they murder their own people for challenging the government. And when a woman tells you about watching soldiers throw her baby into a fire, it puts things in perspective. Even on our worst day, we are blessed to live in America. I was born and raised in South Carolina, so I have seen the very best of our country. People here threw out the old, tired political establishment and demanded accountability for their tax dollars. Industry reports called us the beast of the Southeast, which I love. People came by the thousands for fresh starts. Moms and dads held their heads up high. Children learned that it was always it's a great day in South Carolina. It's a great day. It's a great day. A great day. A great day in South Carolina. We were strong. We were proud. And when evil did come, police in South Carolina are looking for a gunman following a shooting at a church. Several victims. Charles. We don't know the uh, severity. We turned away from fear toward God and the values that still make our country the freest and greatest in the world. We must turn in that direction again. Republicans have lost the popular vote in seven out of the last eight presidential elections. That has to change. Joe Biden's record is abysmal, but that shouldn't come as a surprise. The Washington establishment has failed us over and over and over again. It's time for a new generation of leadership to rediscover fiscal responsibility, secure our border, and strengthen our country, our pride, and our purpose. Some people look at America and see vulnerability. The socialist left sees an opportunity to rewrite history. China and Russia are on the march. They all think we can be bullied, kicked around. You should know this about me. I don't put up with bullies. And when you kick back, it hurts them more if you're wearing heels. I'm Nikki Haley, and I'm running for president. Now, Kelly, I don't know if America's ready for a woman president, but I'm telling you, that ain't the woman. I... None of that impressed. She babbled. She talked. But I don't really know what she'll do. Yeah, she's going to make the border strong. But she doesn't tell you how. There's no substance whatsoever there. Kelly? Well, it's really hard to do that because you've got to work with Congress and everything. And uh, But she, she has a plan. But she has a plan as much as anybody else does. You know? So, uh, but she lets you know right there that uh, Donald Trump's a bully. Amen to that. So here's the question then. You're going to go vote for Meatball Meathead or Miss High Heel? Don't, don't know who's running yet. I you just better vote for her. She just might running. kick you right in the nuts with that high heel, buddy. I know. With, that, <laughs> yeah, see? with those heels. You know, she's ready to kick her back Nancy and kick Sinatra you if you're together. not aboard. Get her and Nancy Sinatra together, huh? I just find it straight. Was there substance there for you, Brian? Well, I, I like some of the stuff she says. I think there's some truth to the, some of those things, but that doesn't mean that's what's going to happen. I've heard plenty of people say the same things, that they're, you know, let's get back to this. That's why I say I'd like to get rid of all 500 back there 
500 plus and all these lobbyists and stuff and let's let's get back to to the people let's let's hear it from the people and let's let's get some things done and see what we can do not by pointing fingers at you and they're they're pointing back at us and and all these different things let's let's get back and really get back to the constitution get rid of all this this uh these organizations that the government has put into place that aren't doing anybody any good so all right yeah so she had three and a half minutes for hers you ready for mine yeah two minutes hi folks my name is sam bushman i've got a wife of 31 years and eight children you don't know me i'm not a household name that's been by design i'm not looking for fame or fortune or anything else but i have a deep rooted desire proven by over 25 plus years standing for liberty i promise you if you make me president that i will reject everything unconstitutional and i will embrace everything constitutional i will respect the checks and balances i will respect the dual sovereignty of the states and the general government i will use my oath of office to ensure that everyone else around me is transparent and accountable to the best of my ability in short, I'll reject dishonest money and replace our financial system with the constitutional currency by law required, which is gold and silver. I will do my very best to reject war at every cost. I will stand for peace and prosperity, and I'll use the economic engine our founding fathers gave us. The most important thing you should know about me is I will get on my knees every night and beg God for the wisdom and the guidance to safely navigate this wonderful, blessed country through the tough times into the beautiful blue sky of the future. Elect me, the no-name Sam Bushman, because I'm not for me. I'm actually for our children. They always bring up the children, don't they? So how about if we protect the children from all the perverted, dishonest, against scientific agenda? I will stand nobly, boldly, and independently for God, family, and country. I ask for your vote. There's mine. And by the way, I made it up on the spot. That was <laughs> not Sam, rehearsed. Go. That was not recorded. That was literally, should I do mine? Go. There it is. That's awesome. All right. What, what if we elect Kelly? What would yours be, Kelly? I told you, honesty is the best policy. You're not going to reelect me, but when you got me in there, you got me, and we're going to do the things the right way, regardless of whether it will give me more votes or anything else. Yeah, you'll go back to being a chemist, won't you? <laughs> if I'm lucky, if I'd be blackballed, <laughs> EPA would come out. Another organization that's unconstitutional, the EPA, would come out and say, oh, no, 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 you can't do that. All right. There's two things you should know before the end of the hour, gentlemen. January 6th, kangaroo court now seals records for 30 to 50 years. Does that build your confidence, Brian? Yeah, that sounds great. Wow. What the heck is going on? Why would they do a thing like that? What are they afraid of, Kelly? Uh, they probably had Pfizer do that for them. Pfizer had what seventy five years, so maybe they came down a little bit. Yeah, we're gonna give on this one there. You know, it's just crazy. All right, Klaus Schwab, that's the guy that's the leader of the World Economic Forum or whatever. He identifies who will be the master 
of the world. Yeah, he says our life in 10 years from now will be completely different. Do you know who he says is going to rule the world? Any ideas, Brian? Uh, well, Elon Musk is kind of, no, I don't know. I, I couldn't, I don't know. <laughs> well, you're I'm very close. AI, AI. You're, oh, both of you are so spot on close. He said almost what you said, different wording, but I think you, you gentlemen nailed it. He says this, who masters those technologies will be the master of the world. In other words, he's saying big tech, AI, uh, some of those leaders, Elon Musk, whatever you want to say. Uh, are going to really rule the world. And if we don't make some serious changes, he's absolutely right, Brian. Well, there you go. You know, I'm, I'm praying for my uh, my almighty God to step in and save the world. <clears throat> Amen to that one. Kelly? Yeah, it's, it's, it's very serious. Whenever you say Klaus Schwab, I think you're, you're saying Clown Schwab. And really, <laughs> Clown Schwab. <laughs> oh, man, we're into nicknames today, aren't we? we got Meathead and Clown Schwab running around trying to save That's us all. Right. Oh, boy. That's and then right. Miss High Heels is going to go ahead and save us from all the people that are saving us, right? Everybody wants to be the savior there. But for me, ladies and gentlemen, I'm only into one king, and that's King Jesus. And I, I believe there's only one savior of the world, and he is Jesus Christ. Uh, and I believe he Amen. can save. His saving is real. His saving is not mockery. It's not gameplay. It's absolutely real. He sealed his commitment with his blood on the cross. And he took up the temple three days later, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm convinced that's who we need to follow if we want civility and peace and kindness and love and prosperity and the Good Samaritan and all the things that we advocate for on this radio while they accuse us of hate radio. That's who we need to follow, Jesus Christ ladies and gentlemen. For Brian Rust, RustConnegift.com you've got a friend in the honest money business. And his buddy who says honesty is the best policy. Amen to that. Kelly Finnegan, thank you gentlemen both. Have a great day Sam, thanks. Thanks Sam, we'll see you. You betcha. RustConnegift.com ladies and gentlemen. We the people, along with the grace of the almighty, we can and will restore our grand old republic, but you gotta get involved and you gotta do it now. We declare this nation shall endure lovingliberty.net rustcoinandgift.com god save the republic